The following podcast is part of the MindBodySpirit.fm podcast network. Meditation doesn't have to be a solo practice. Meditation is more fun with friends. Looking for a way to drop in and hang out at the same time? Join us online at Omega Institute for a meditation party with self-proclaimed meditation nerds Dan Harris, host of the 10% Happier podcast, Sabene Selassie and Jeff Warren. This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley Campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash party today. Providing insight and resources for your spiritual journey. Unity Online Radio. Thank you for tuning in for this Unity Partner Program. Unity Online Radio partners with spiritual leaders from organizations whose mission and messages complement Unity's. We are pleased to bring you this program on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Welcome to Main Street Vegan with host Victoria Moran. Victoria is an author, inspirational speaker, and a certified holistic health counselor and vegan lifestyle coach. She's here to entertain, educate, and inspire you on your journey to look and feel amazing, eat extraordinary food, help animals, and create a physical body perfectly attuned to spiritual growth. Now, let's get this party started. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody, and happy 2013. I know that we did have a show last week with that wonderful pharmacist. Oh, my goodness. I love seeing how people are coming to the vegan world from all of these professional places. And yet we actually taped that show way back in that archaic year of 2012. Everything feels so new and fresh and wonderful to me. And I hope it is feeling that way to you. I think one of the great things about life is when things don't have to be perfect and they can still be fabulous. I did get that horrible flu that people have. We were out in Los Angeles, which is wonderful. I I just adore Southern California. I know that a lot of people only see the freeways, but... I tend to smell the flowers when you walk along the streets there in Beverly Hills and West Hollywood and all those fabulous places. And I was having such a great time. And then I came down with the flu. And it was quite dramatic to the point that we invited a doctor to come to the hotel. I mean, a house call. Can you believe it? And he said that this is, is such a bad year for the flu because there are two of them and they're separate. There's the respiratory one and the stomach one. And I'm actually grateful that I didn't get the respiratory one. That's always, I think, more suffering. But I was laid up for a few days in L.A. And still, I was just thinking, what a great year because so many wonderful, wonderful things are happening vegan-wise and in all kinds of ways. I believe the world in the big picture is getting better. And I would love to hear from you at 888-558-6489. 
what this year is looking like for you. Did you make any resolutions? Do you have any wonderful thoughts or ideas for what you're going to do for this year to make your life healthier and more blissful and to make the world a more compassionate place? So give a call, 888-558-6489. Especially right now, I do not have a co-host today, so it's just me talking at you. It feels like it's been a really long time since we've been together. So I'd like to just fill you in on a couple of the things that have been going on with me because they've really been pretty wonderful. I want to let you know that coming up this very Sunday, I am going to be in Dallas, Texas, and I will be there at the Unity Church of Dallas, and they have more than one, so I'm going to tell you the address. This particular Dallas Unity is the one at 6525 Forest Lane, and their website is unitydallas.org. So I'll be doing the Sunday services at 9 and 11, and in the afternoon, 1 o'clock, I'll be doing Elements of Enlightenment, the seven spiritual actions that will transform your life on earth. And here's a hint to everybody who's interested in vegan living and plant-based eating. A couple of them are going to have to do with things that you will find interesting. And uh, they all have to do with things I find interesting. So I was also in Texas last weekend. I don't know what it is, why I'm spending so much time in Texas. But I was in Marshall, Texas, which has a population of 28,000. It's there in in East Texas. It's about an hour from Shreveport, Louisiana, a little more than two hours from Dallas. And the way the story goes is that the mayor of Marshall and his wife read The China Study by T. Colin Campbell, and that convinced them to change their diet. And it was such a transformational experience for them that they started telling people about it. And I guess they know a whole lot of people with his being the mayor and all. And so tons of people in this relatively small city have gone plant-based, have gone vegan. And last year, they had a small conference, a couple of speakers one day. This year, I have to tell you, If there had been some sort of climatic disaster in Marshall, Texas, the vegan movement would have been set back by 30 years. They had so many people who are important in this movement. Dr. Campbell was there, Dr. Michael Greger that we've had on our show, nutritionfacts.org. Oh, he's fabulous. If you're not getting his minute-long nutrition facts every day, by all means, check him out. Uh, Chef AJ, who's been on our show. John Pierre, who is the personal trainer to Ellen DeGeneres and Portia de Rossi. He's got his first book coming from Hay House in, in a few months. They had uh, Robert Cheek, the vegan bodybuilder, um, uh, Ellen Jaffe Jones, who's been on our show, who wrote Eat Vegan on $4 a day. I mean, it was so packed with wonderful, wonderful people with lots of terrific things to say that I just have to tell you, I was blown away. One panel in particular was really special to me. It was the final panel on on the final day. And the, um, the topic was what the Bible tells us that 
we should eat. Now, I know a lot of people who are in unity and a lot of people who are listening to this show would not consider themselves people who really look to the Bible for guidance on every aspect of, of their lives. But there were a lot of people that I met this weekend who, who very much uh, build their lives around the teachings of the Bible. And so there were two um, out-of-town experts, Dr. Milton Mills, wonderful medical doctor from Washington, D.C., who's a real expert on all things biblical, and also Roberta Kalachewski, who is a, a Jewish Bible scholar and wonderful vegan. And then there were also people from the town. And what I was thinking was, you know, maybe they'd talk about the health parts of it. I just didn't know how open they would be to to the other aspects of being vegan. And I have to say that in addition to a really fascinating discussion on all these aspects of the Bible that have to do with food and and reverence for life and all the rest, one of the gentlemen said, and since I've been eating this way, whenever I see a truck full of chickens going to market, I feel really bad. And I feel that when he said that, I was told that this world is so going to change. It's so going to change for animals. And it made me feel that the era of the Main Street vegan is on its way. Well, guess what is on its way even more quickly than that? Two fabulous guests right here on Main Street Vegan Radio uh, on Unity Online Radio. We're going to be talking today with a vegan beauty expert, Tashina Combs, and then we're going to be talking with a fabulous recipe creator and cookbook author, the blissful chef, Christy Morgan. Stay with us through this break, and we'll be back with all sorts of beauty and good food on Main Street Vegan, right here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. If you've been inspired by the programming on Unity Online Radio, we hope you'll give your support so others may be inspired too. This online radio network depends on the love offerings of listeners to continue operating and expand its outreach. Please visit www.unity.fm and click on Donate Now. Thank you. What if you could experience vibrant health? help heal the planet and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. 
You're listening to Main Street Vegan with Victoria Moran. If you have questions or comments about today's topic or any other area of interest, we invite you to follow Victoria underscore Moran on Twitter or email her at MainStreetVegan at UnityOnlineRadio.org. Now, back to Main Street Vegan. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan. I'm Victoria Moran. I'm your host here on Unity Online Radio and so happy to be coming into this second segment with my wonderful guest, Tashina Combs. I actually met Tashina on Twitter. I think this is my first guest that I've become acquainted with via social networking. So all, all is well. Tashina is a vegan beauty expert. Let me tell you a little bit about her. She's a longtime animal lover and lover of all things beautiful who felt like it just made sense to take her love of animals, writing, and beauty and put it into one place. And that one place is her wonderful website and fabulous blog, logicalharmony.net. So if you go to logicalharmony.net slash about, you can read more about the mission of Logical Harmony there. She actually started out in the field of geography. She'd wanted to write for National Geographic as a kid, but it seemed like on all those faraway expeditions, it would be hard to kind of keep the mascara fresh. And so she decided to come out of geography and into the beauty world. Now, when she transitioned to a vegan lifestyle, she had a hard time finding replacements for products that she loved and has made this a mission. So while she works full-time at a media company in San Francisco and she does have a family, she also treats her blog like a full-time job. She's working on her first book and this year is going to get the Cornell certification in plant-based nutrition and hopefully come here to New York and attend Main Street Vegan Live Academy. The Cornell program is online, and do check that out. It's a fabulous program in plant-based nutrition. Welcome to Sheena. Thanks for being on the show. Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Victoria. It's a big honor. Well, it is. you have a great area of expertise. I'm so excited about what's happening with vegan fashion, vegan beauty. The lovely vegan fashion magazine, Leica, just launched last month. So tell us a little bit about how you bring your interests in the kind of girly side of life and your vegan interests together. Definitely. Um, You know, when I first started to look for a lot of vegan products, the ones that weren't tested on animals at any point and don't contain animal ingredients, I had a really hard time finding products that fit with my lifestyle. You know, I mean, I have a career, but I also... I want to wear my lipstick, I want to wear my black eyeliner, I want to be able to have glitter nail polish, all those normal things. Um, so to me, it was really important to find brands that fit with that. I mean, I believe that just because you're vegan doesn't mean you should have to change anything about your lifestyle other than the brands that you buy from. So having it come about in mainstream has been really exciting because just everything is so much more available and it's a lot more acceptable. Um, you know, so many great cosmetic brands are getting they're just offering so much. Some of my favorites right now are like Dorm Organic. They're an amazing hair care line. Everything we offer is vegan. Um, and it's everything from shampoo and conditioner to mousse and styling gel. Um, 
Lush has a lot of great options. Metamore Skincare is this amazing skincare line. Um, just everything that you could possibly want, they have. It's great for all skin types. And even just, you know, brands that you could buy at the regular grocery store like Giovanni and Elf, they're totally affordable, easily available, and tons of vegan options. So it's just really great to see the change that's come about in the consumers and the climate as well. Oh, that that is really true. Now, I'm not seeing so much at, at the regular drugstores. I know you can always get, at least in the drugstores around here, um, that yes to, I don't know why this company makes it so hard for people, yes to cucumbers, yes to blueberries, yes to carrots. <laughs> so that's always mm-hmm. at my local drugstore. And sometimes they'll have Purology, a beautiful hair care line. But in terms of actual... Um, color cosmetics, those seem to be pretty hard to, to get unless you go to a health food store. Yeah, and I admit, you know, I'm spoiled being in the San Francisco area. There's, it's so easy to find stuff here that sometimes I forget that it's not that easy other places in the country. Um, and that's where shopping online does come in handy. I know veganessentials.com, you can find pretty much anything there. Um, food Fight Grocery, it's a vegan-only grocery store based out of Portland, Oregon. Their website is an amazing resource. Um, When it comes to mainstream drugstore brands, it is a little bit difficult. Wet n' Wild is actually one of my favorites because everything is incredibly affordable. It's all cruelty-free, and the majority of it's vegan. Um, And same with Elf, Eyes, Lips, Face. Sometimes you can find it at drugstores. I know sometimes Walgreens carries it. Otherwise, I think it might just be Target completely cruelty-free and completely vegan. And again, really affordable. I think the most I've ever spent for their products is $6. So there are different options. It just depends on what area and what region you're in. But that's also the importance of emailing these companies and letting them know, you know, where you are and what you want to see, that you want to buy their products, but you can't find them. And I think it's really important for consumers to really use their voice and let all these companies know you know, either what your stance is on how you want more vegan products available or that you want their vegan products in your area. Companies love to hear that stuff. Well, it's very exciting to know what is available, even in places where you do have to go a little bit more far afield to find them. I mean, I remember, and I know whenever I talk about these things, I feel like the old person saying, and in my day, we walked to school 13 miles in the snow. (laughs) But you could order, you could get beauty without cruelty if you went to England, or or you could have a couple of us tried to do distributorships for Beauty Without Cruelty, and I tried that, but I knew nothing about business, much less international business. So we'd try to make stuff ourselves, like a blush out of a red food coloring in Crisco. I mean, it was just not pretty. Things are so, so much better now. Now, we did think about a year ago that almost Every line was cruelty-free, not necessarily from the ingredients point of view, but from the animal testing point of view, because so many of the big companies, not all of them, you know, we never got CoverGirl or Olay or some of those, but most of them had stopped doing the tests on animals. And then, lo and behold, China said, you can come and sell your stuff here if you'll go back to testing on animals. And they said, of course, thank you very much. So that was a real blow for us. And even my own book has everything wrong. We're going into a second printing where I've changed all that. But I was just shocked when that happened. 
Yeah, that was a really big blow to the community, especially because some of the brands have been so openly against animal testing for so long. And it's, you know, as a consumer, you find brands that you like and that you trust and you want to stay loyal to them. So when you find out that they've changed their ethical stance, it it is really shocking. Um, and, you know, from my standpoint, it's been difficult because suddenly all these products that I'd found as great replacements, I'm now having to replace those. And I know the same is true with a lot of other vegans out there. Um, you know, and again, that's where it's important to reach out to these companies, but be able to also understand what they're saying. A lot of them are still saying, we don't test on animals except when required by law. And that's a statement that's really tricky because, you know, that means that they probably are going into those markets or are planning on it in the future. And the fact that they've already changed their public stance is a good indicator of where things are going in the future with them. Um, so I think it's really important to, you know, give them a call, shoot them an email, and inquire about their stance on animal testing, not just the finished product, but ask them about in other countries, you know, ask them about the ingredients that they're using, um, the Chinese market is only expanding more and more. From an article that I recently read, it's a lot more profitable for these companies to sell their products there. So from a business standpoint to them, they would rather make the money. And it's great because there are a lot of companies that have said absolutely not. I know Lush is one of those. Paul Mitchell is another one that has said as long as that law is there, they're not going to sell in China. They do not want to change their stance. And I think it's also a really great time to applaud those companies and support them as well and let them know how happy you are with their decisions. Yes, for sure. And I do know that PETA is, is working, that they have a full-time cosmetic chemist on their payroll who has come up with one test, a non-animal test, that China is willing to accept. There are two others that they still are requiring the animal testing, so we can just kind of be on hold for that and see what happens. So, Tashina, why do you do your own research into brands instead of going by word-of-mouth information? Um, I just think it's really important that everyone is an educated consumer, but also that you decide where your moral values stand. I know I know plenty of people that they consider when required by law still meaning that the company is cruelty-free, whereas I don't consider that to be cruelty-free. Um, so I wouldn't be comfortable, you know, going off word of mouth, believing that I'm buying a product that's animal-friendly and then finding out later that it's not. And that's why I think it's really important that everyone find out for themselves. And that's something that on my blog I really push for as well is I only endorse the products that I'm comfortable endorsing and I endorse, you know, I push everyone to really go out there, email these companies. If you don't, you know, no matter what I say, email them yourself and find out for yourself. You know, the more educated you are, the more comfortable you're going to be with making your own decisions regarding the cosmetics and the beauty items that you use yourself. Okay. Well, let's just take a trip around a face, and we are going to get the LogicalHarmony.net recommendation for a whole lot of different kinds of products. So we will stop okay. at, start at the top of the head. Shampoo. Okay. Shampoo, um, I really like Derm Organic, and I really like Giovanni. Both oh. great products. High Conditioner. <laughs> the same thing. That's Same what I use. Thing. I actually have I have four bottles of Giovanni conditioner, if that says anything. That says quite a bit. How about, <laughs> now here's one that's tough, even for women who are not concerned about vegan products, 
just to find out there in the marketplace at all a really good concealer? Oh, concealer. Um, Too Faced actually makes one that's vegan. They're a cruelty-free company, and a lot of their options are vegan as well. So Too Faced and also Eyes, Lips, Face, which is um, the low-end brand that you can get at Target. Okay. Uh, How about Foundation? Foundation, again, the same two brands, Too Faced and Eyes, Lips, Face. Um, Urban Decay also has a few vegan options as well. Okay. Um... Uh, blush and bronzer, or both? <laughs> okay. Um, for bronzer, the one that I use is Physician's Formula. They're cruelty-free. They do have beeswax in some products, so make sure you read the ingredients. Um, for blush, I'm using the new Too Faced blush that just came out, and that one is vegan. Cool. Okay. Lipstick color and lip gloss. Yes. Um that's a big one. Um, there are so many companies that offer that. Again, Too Faced is where I get a lot of my lipsticks from. Um, there's also E-Luxury. E-Luxury. Um, they have a whole range of vegan lipsticks on their website as well. That's lovely. I've been using Hemp Organics. Is that something that you have out west? No, I haven't seen that one. They have it at some of the Whole Foods here and a couple of the independent health food stores as well. And I can always tell when I'm wearing the right lipstick because people will stop me on the street and say, that's a nice color. What is it? And I remember, you know, in, in the old days when there were more of, of the conventional department store products available to us, I was getting that a little bit more. And then I discovered Hemp Organics, the, the color that I like is Earth, and I'm getting a lot of compliments on that. So now let's go down to uh, hands. What kind of nail polish do you use? I absolutely love Butter London. Um, They're cruelty-free. They're vegan. Um, Deborah Lipman is another great one. Um, But if you're on a budget, Wet n Wild makes a lot of really great vegan polishes as well. So I think this is where we come together with not all the products that are vegan are necessarily natural or any more healthful. A lot of them are. Mm -hmm. And so for something like nail polish, you know, I like to look for the ones without the toralene and the formaldehyde. And I've found one that's little company, and I think some of these companies are regional, and, and that's why we don't all know about them in all areas of the country. But this one is called um, Karma Organics, and it doesn't have any of that stuff in it. Do you know that company? Yeah, I've actually heard of that one. Um, Butter London is also three free, and so is another brand, Pretty NYC. It's P-R-I-T-I. Okay. And that one's vegan as well. But I agree, when it comes, you know, vegan doesn't necessarily mean natural. And a lot of the companies that offer natural vegan products, they're pretty small. So it's, you know, online only and hard to hear about them or they only deal with specific regions. But there's so many great little businesses out there that are really worth supporting. Oh, yeah, and it's fun just to do the research. <laughs> it's kind of like yeah, shopping on the whole planet. And Oh, I did forget <laughs> to ask you about mascara because that's such a tough one to not, not have eyes that look like a lovely panda. What's a yeah, nice mascara um, that doesn't run? 
I have actually had a really hard time finding a good quality vegan mascara. Um, there are a couple that are by Eyes, Lips, Face that I found work okay, but I do want to find something that's a little more natural and not something I'm still on the lookout for. So if anyone that's listening knows of any, feel free to drop Victoria or, or myself a line and let me know. I'd love to find out. Well, it's so exciting that you are out there scouting all this stuff out. It's it's like you are the James Bond of vegan cosmetics. So if, if you want <laughs> yeah. to uh, get in on any of this great information, do check out Tashina at LogicalHarmony.net. Do you want to give your Twitter handle? Yeah, it's Logical Harmony on Twitter. Okay, and, and you're a good tweeter. You know, there are tweeters and there are tweeters. And I just always love when I see your face because I know that whatever you're talking about, whether it's about vegan beauty or about something else, it's going to have some relevance and, and I'm going to want to read it. So um, congratulations in 140 characters or less. So, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. So what are the people in your world? You work out in the media field. You're in a really big city. Do people know that you're vegan? Do they know that you're seeking out these different kinds of products? Um, yes and no. You know, it's not something I try and hide, but it's not something I openly broadcast unless it's relevant either. So just in our last couple of minutes here, what would you say to somebody who's new to the whole thing, they're still trying to get used to, oh my gosh, no chicken, and now <laughs> we're suggesting that they might also want to look not just at their pantry and refrigerator, but at their beauty cabinet. Yeah, I think, you know, the biggest thing to remember is don't be intimidated by it. Um, everyone goes through that change, and there are so many great resources online for that. You can also find a lot of really great communities, you know, that are in person, whether it's going to any local cafes that have vegan options, and you can usually talk to the staff there, and they'll know of some other places to go. Um, there's just so many resources. There's Facebook groups, everything out there. But I think, you know, the most common thing that I say is, don't see it as that you're having to change all these things. See it as you're getting to try all these new amazing products and these new amazing foods, and that's a really fun and exciting thing. So get out there and enjoy it. That's a great way to look at it. Can you tell us a little bit about your book, the one you're working on? Um, not yet. I kind of want to okay. do just an intro to vegan lifestyle type book. So something nice. to really, you know, like in it, kind of extend off of my blog a little more. Yeah. Oh, that's wonderful. Thank you so much for all your great work. I do hope that you come to Main Street Vegan Academy. We have so much fun. Oh, my gosh. I know for you it would be a trip all the way across the country, but I can't imagine that you wouldn't feel like it was one of the best things you ever did. It's just a really great experience, and you could add so much to the program. So keep that on the wish list. Yes, I definitely will. And thank you so much for having me on the show today. That was thank a great you. experience. Thank you. Thanks, Tashina Combs. Her website is logicalharmony.net. So stay with us through the break. We are going to be talking next with the blissful chef, Miss Christy Morgan. Stay with us, and we'll be back with more of Main Street Vegan here on Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world.
what if you could experience vibrant health, help heal the planet, and be a great friend to God's animal kingdom through simple choices you make at breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Authors Victoria and Adair Moran say you can do this easily, affordably, and deliciously in their new book, Main Street Vegan. Everything you need to know to eat healthfully and live compassionately in a real world. Loaded with practical tips, straightforward information, and fabulous recipes, Main Street Vegan will help you on your journey toward a plant-based diet. The perks include more energy, an easy way to keep your weight where you want it, feeling younger as you grow older, and maybe even a boost to your spiritual life. Purchase Main Street Vegan from BN.com, Amazon.com, or your favorite bookseller. God is formless, yet takes many forms. What goes around comes around. Chant the name of the Lord and be free. No one comes to the Father except through me. Ever been confused by the variety and apparent contradiction within world religions? Join Reverend Paul John Roach every Tuesday for insight into those principles held in common by all the great religious traditions in world spirituality, exploring the unity within all cultures and faith traditions. Using discussions, interviews, humor, insight, and practice, Practical advice, we will clarify the confusion and reveal simple yet profound truths. Call in with your questions and ideas and help break down the barriers that separate us from one another. That's World Spirituality with Paul John Roach. Tuesdays at 11 a.m. Pacific, 2 p.m. Eastern, here on Unity FM, the voice of an awakening world. Thank you for tuning in for Main Street Vegan. Here is your host, Victoria Moran. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Main Street Vegan on Unity Online Radio. I am so excited to bring on Christy Morgan. When I had put this morning on Twitter and Facebook that she was going to be on the show, so many people popped up retweeting and replying and saying, I'll listen. I'll be there. I love Christy. It's wonderful to be out in the world and have everybody like you so much. Christy Morgan has tantalized taste buds for years as a private chef and cooking instructor for many celebrities in Los Angeles. And now she's whipping up her great healthy dishes in her hometown of Dallas. She wants you to feel and look your best by eating plant-based meals that are fun, tasty, and nutrition-packed. And Christy has something brand new in the works as well, her Wellness Reboot. So we'll just talk about all that stuff. How are you doing, Christy? I'm great. Thank you for having me. It's wonderful, wonderful to have you. I'm holding your beautiful book right now. Christy is the author of Blissful Bites, Vegan Meals That Nourish Mind, Body, and Planet. So often people ask me for cookbook recommendations, and this is always on the list. These are lovely gourmet-tasting recipes but they don't have 115 ingredients. You don't have to have gone to the French Culinary Institute to know how to make them. And they're also good for you. You know, I'm a little worried, Christy, as I look out on the whole vegan landscape sometimes, and I'm thinking, are we getting so many great substitutes for all the stuff we're not eating anymore that we might lose our health edge? Do you see that at all? 
Yeah, that's a good point. I mean, I think those foods, like the fake meat and the, the replacement foods, they're great for transitioning. They're really great for people who are so anti-vegan. They're like, no way I could do that. And you're like, yeah, it is easy. You just replace what you used to eat with this vegan version. But that's just what you do, I think, when you transition or when you eat out. For me, I try to just have whole foods make up 80% of my diet and then 20% is when I eat out or, you know, go to a barbecue or something and I may be eating those other things. But ideally for health reasons, we want to eat whole foods and actually cook our food, which we've just become a society that never cooks. So my one of my missions in life is to share cooking with people and get people excited about actually cooking their own food. Oh, and a lot of people are. I mean, whoever thought we would live to see that there is a food network and a cooking channel. <laughs> oh, I think there is excitement there. I just want to clarify about the 20%. Now, that means 20% for processed foods. You don't do animal foods at all, correct? Correct, yeah. I'm 100% vegan. I kind of have this 80-20 rule where when I cook at home, it's super healthy. I don't really use a lot of oil. I don't eat processed food. And then I can enjoy myself when I go out or enjoy a cupcake at a vegan bake sale or something like that. That makes so much sense. I love the idea of living life as if you're wearing a pair of pants with an elastic waist. You've got to have a little bit of give there. So your book is so beautiful that I was just leafing through it again, and I had to close it because I'm doing a three-day juice cleanse. <laughs> I don't want to look at the pictures because <laughs> it's just really, really beautifully done. Of all the things that you cook, what do you like to make the most? When I cook at home, I pretty much stick to some basics. If I'm not recipe testing or developing something for my blog or my next book, I just keep it pretty simple. And my plate is half full of vegetables. I've got some greens in there and then a grain and a protein, a plant-based protein, and then usually some sort of sauce, like a peanut sauce or another sauce. But I also love cooking ethnic foods, so I love making Thai food, Mexican food, Vietnamese food, Japanese food. That's very cool. I remember when we discovered Ethiopian food. My daughter was six years old, and we found this Ethiopian restaurant on a trip to L.A. Well, they didn't have Ethiopian restaurants in Kansas City where we lived at the time, although they do now. But she really wanted Ethiopian food for her birthday. So I learned to cook it, but it was the only time I'd ever seen a recipe that measured oil by cups instead of tablespoons. So it's great to be able to do this ethnic stuff and, you know, kind of bring it down to what we know is a little bit healthier way. So let's get clear on the places where people can find you and all your great information. Your your recipe site and where your very popular blog comes out of is blissfulchef.com. Blissfulchef.com. Pardon? The blissfulchef.com. The blissful Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, the blissfulchef.com. The book is Blissful Bites, so you're definitely keeping in the blissful way of things. And your Twitter is also Blissful something, right? Yeah, it's all the Blissful Chef. And you just search the Blissful Chef and you'll find me on Pinterest, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all of those places. 
fantastic. You are the Blissful Chef, but the Blissful Chef has a new project. So tell us about that. Yes, I've started a new online wellness program, and it's called Wellness Reboot. So it's for anyone who needs a restart or a reboot, or especially for those people who may be new to vegan cooking or new to plant-based eating and they need some help transitioning. So it includes a 28-day meal plan of delicious recipes. They're all plant-based, no oil, no processed foods, no sugar. They're all whole food-based. And I've teamed up with this amazing vegan personal trainer, fitness model, Chad Byers, who's local in Austin, to, to include a fitness element. So for me, I'm an, I'm an athlete. I work out. I do adventure races. I, I have a try coming up in September. I really think that the fitness element is an important piece. So uh, this is a new kind of wellness program because it includes both the fitness and the food element. Oh, that's exciting. So I'm really excited. Yeah. And people can find that at wellnessreboot.com. Yes. Is that correct? Okay. Well, That's I'm going to look into that. That That is a great sounding idea. When I was in, in Marshall, Texas this weekend, one of the things I liked so much about that event was they had the speakers going all day long, the informational speakers, and then they had the culinary program going all day long, people making food and helping people learn to make the food. But the third track was the fitness track. So you could go for a run, you could take some sort of Zumba class, you could take a yoga class at pretty much any hour of the day. And I thought, what a wonderful prototype for really how we ought to be seeing this. No, it's about learning, it's about eating, and it's about moving. And You probably met Chad, actually. Oh, yeah? He was there at at the Marshall, Texas event. Oh, that's so... (laughs) <laughs> that's that's exciting. Yeah, that was that was quite a thing. It was um it was very very inspiring. So, what brought you to this way of living? Basically, after college, I had one of my best friends was vegetarian, and I tend I I leaned towards eating vegetarian in college. I never cooked. I never learned how to cook. I never grew up cooking next to my grandparents like so many people in my generation missed out on, and I just ate, you know, like turkey sandwiches or fake chicken nuggets or pasta. Like, I just didn't have a really good diet, but my friend was vegetarian, so I was always kind of curious, and I just decided to do it. I was like, okay, I'm going to try it for like six months and see what happens. I graduated college, and I moved to L.A. and became friends with somebody named Sue, who actually has a vegan restaurant here in Austin. And she had been vegetarian since she was, like, 15. And she showed me the Meet Your Meat video on PETA, PETA's website. And, of course, it's horrific and shook me. And I went vegan that night, and we decided to do it together. And I started teaching myself how to cook. And that's what got me interested in cooking and feeding other people because we connected with the local community and went to potlucks. And I just loved feeding people, so that's when I decided to go to culinary school. How fascinating. And you've done the whole celebrity thing, and now you're back in Texas for a while, making everybody healthy there. This whole Texas yeah, I'm thing. Yeah, actually, just... I'm actually in Austin, 
I was Austin in Dallas. Now. Okay. Yeah. I moved well, to Austin, Dallas. Well, that's practically to... the vegan capital of the world. It's a, it's close. It's in the top five, probably. We're very <laughs> lucky here. That's cool. That is so cool. So. Whenever somebody is a little bit hesitant about this whole thing, one of the things that they'll say is, I just can't spend my whole life cooking. So what do you say to them? Well, a lot of people say that, and a lot of people don't want to cook or don't want to make the time, but I think it's really, really important because it is the healthiest way to live is to cook and make your food from scratch because food at restaurants tends to be full of more oil and fat and sugar and all of that. So I hope I can inspire them through cooking classes and cooking videos, like I have a YouTube channel, to show them how easy it really is and teach people how to do batch cooking where they cook on, like, their day off. Like, on Sunday, they they cut up some vegetables and have those ready for them and and make a big pot of rice, a big pot of beans, or make a big thing of soup and kind of batch cook where they can eat off of those things over the next couple of days, you know, to kind of show them shortcuts and um, really get them inspired to cook. A lot, I, I just launched the first wellness reboot, and after the first week, I had somebody that was like, I'm so sick of doing dishes. I'm like, it's, she was like, you know, I was like, this is a cooking boot camp is what I really should call it because I really encourage people to get in their kitchen and you get faster by actually cooking. So you just have to be brave and just go in there and realize you're going to make some mistakes and just equip yourself with the right tools and and just go for it. And, and the dishwashing isn't that hard because you don't have greasy pots or anything nasty to have to wash. That is so, true. It's much faster. So you've mentioned oil several times, and, and some people may not know why you have a problem with that. So tell us a little bit about oil and why you're not slathering it all over everything. Yeah, I definitely do eat oil on occasion, and I'm not one of those people that's anti-oil or, you know, I do eat it on occasion, and some of my recipes do have it. Uh, blissful Bites is about 85% oil-free because, you know, it's definitely high in fat. But, and I'm watching, you know, I'm watching my weight and I, and food can taste really great without it. So I don't use it all the time, but I definitely do cook with it occasionally and for baked goods. Um, so I encourage people to reduce the amount that they eat for sure because it's just not necessary for a lot of things. <laughs> How about salad dressings? Do you use oil for that or do you find another way to make salads taste good? I make salad dressings from scratch and I make them oil-free. They really don't need oil. We're just so used to having that and we're so conditioned and all the bottles at the store are full of it, but really it tastes delicious without it. So I tend to not do oil in my dressings, but I often use nuts or miso to make it creamy or tahini or nut butters, things like that. Oh, that sounds really good. I hadn't thought about the miso. I I do a ranch dressing based on raw cashews, 
And Chef AJ Mm -hmm. has a wonderful tahini dressing with the nutritional yeast, so it's kind of cheesy. And I kind of do those back and forth. But, you know, when I don't have one made, I just still go to the olive oil and apple cider vinegar. My grandmother used to say, confession is good for the soul, so I confessed. What's your favorite dressing? Um, I love actually just sprinkling like nutritional yeast and balsamic vinegar on a salad if I don't have ah. anything made. Well, nutritional yeast. Well, it just covers a multitude. I, I know my daughter, Adair, loves uh, nutritional yeast and, and uh, tahini, not tahini, tamari, soy sauce on popcorn. And, you know, somebody mm-hmm. who's used to butter and that would say, but, oh, my gosh, it's good. You get that kind of salty, cheesy thing going on. I never so, really liked popcorn until I went vegan and tried it that way, either cooked with coconut oil and um, nutritional yeast. Uh-huh. Or tamari would be great, too. Yeah. Oh, it's so much fun. We have so much to discover. So how much of your life do you spend in the kitchen? <laughs> I spend a lot of time in the kitchen. Um Every day, I'm in the kitchen. So it varies. For, you know, I, I do love going out to eat and having somebody else cook for me. <laughs> so I do frequent a couple of the vegan restaurants and vegetarian restaurants here in town. Um, but typically, every day, I'm in the kitchen. And I it's kind cooking. of a meditation for you, it sounds like. Kind of therapeutic. It totally is. If I'm in a bad mood, if I go and cook in the kitchen, it always cheers me up. That's a lovely thing to know. I think some people just don't want to mess with food. You know, when when they're not feeling great, they don't want to deal with food. But maybe if you kind of work through that, those natural foods can be healing before you even eat them. So do you have a final thought for our listeners? Blissful Bites, Wellness Reboot, TheBlissfulChef.com, Christy Morgan? I just hope that I can inspire people to get in their kitchens and experiment and try different things. And if anybody ever needs any help with that or encouragement, they should definitely check out my blog and my YouTube channel and say hello to me on Facebook and Twitter. Oh, that would be lovely. And and honestly, anybody listening, if you don't know Christy Morgan, she really will take you into her heart. <laughs> She's that kind of person. Your your soul is as delicious as your recipes. So check her out oh, at the bliss you. you're welcome, theblissfulchef.com and also go to that wellnessreboot.com and see if you can just get yourself fit and healthy all at once in a mere 28 days. Thanks so much Christy. Thank you for joining us today. And thanks to everybody who has has been on with us, uh, listening and, and paying attention. I do have a couple of questions that came in on email. I'm going to attend to those. I also want to let everybody know who's listening in the New York City area that I am going to be the featured guest tonight at veggiegrubbers.com. 
It's kind of like a meetup group, but Veggie Grubbers, it's a place where people go out to eat. Now, I know I told you I was on a, a juice cleanse, and I am, so I guess that'll just give me lots of time to talk with people because I won't have to take time out for chewing. I kind of double booked myself. This cleanse is interesting. It's the first one for my husband. He's never done anything like this before. And all of a sudden, I just don't know what got into him, but he just decided that he wanted to try all sorts of new things. So we're doing um, three days of juice with Organic Avenue and then a two-day step down of of juices and raw foods and then uh, an eight-week program of the uh, SOS, the No Sugar Oil oil or salt and uh, really just uh, bringing things up a notch for 2013. So the question that somebody asked that I did want to get to, because it has to do with the critters, is I have adopted a dog. What do I feed him? Well, guess what? I've adopted a dog and I didn't know what to feed him either, even though I'd had a vegan dog. But this dog was very picky. He was also very skinny. And I really did at first need to feed him what he would eat. But when I was traveling, he stayed with my daughter, Adair, and when he saw that her dogs were eating the vegan dog food, He didn't want to be left out, and he started eating it too. So here's what I do. I know there's plenty of great vegan dog food out there. V-Dog is a a kibble that's made by vegans. It's all vegan. There are also canned foods you can try. But what I'm feeding Forbes these days is a mixture of some kind of beans. I do split mung dal or, or lentils or something like that, and some kind of grain, brown rice, millet, quinoa, vegetables of pretty much any kind. He likes peas and corn and green beans and carrots. And I cook that up and then I mix it with quite a bit of nutritional yeast. And then just before I give it to him, I do put in a little bit of olive oil because out in the wild, he would be getting some of that fat. And I just make sure that it's there uh, just before serving. And he's just doing beautifully. He runs and jumps and does backflips and seems to be one happy little dog. And I trust that your dog will be too. So thank you all again for tuning in today. Thanks to my wonderful guests, Chef Christy Morgan, theblissfulchef.com, and her new program, wellnessreboot.com. And also to Sheena Combs, vegan beauty expert. Her site is logicalharmony.net. And next week, we have a very exciting show. Our guest will be Professor James McWilliams, author of Just Food. If you're interested in the environmental aspects of this whole thing and maybe how the locavores didn't quite get it right, you'll want to tune in and hear James McWilliams. Thank you all so much. Blessings on your week. Enjoy your life and eat your veggies. Bye.
Thank you for listening to Main Street Vegan. Join us every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Time as Victoria Moran entertains, educates, and inspires you on your vegan journey. This program is sponsored by Main Street Vegan. To learn more about Victoria or to explore training with Main Street Vegan Academy as a vegan lifestyle coach, go to www.mainstreetvegan.net. That's www.mainstreetvegan.net. Speaks Louder Than Words is an inspiring, informative, and fun hour of uplifting, heartfelt music and commentary that delivers a powerful message of love, joy, and oneness. It will keep you smiling and singing along. Your hosts, Reverends Dale Worley and Christy Snow, are alive with the Spirit of God and singing their love to you. Each Thursday afternoon at 3 p.m. Central Time with Music Speaks Louder Than Words. Music. It's the only thing that the whole world listens to. Music speaks louder than words when you sing. Inspiration only takes a moment. As Reverend Felicia Blanco Cerce points out in her book, Do Greater Things, there is the potential for joy wholeness and expansiveness designed into every moment and the miracle is when we recognize the constant presence of these qualities all around us once we see what is possible our lives then begin to change this meditative moment is brought to you by unity We spend a third of our lives sleeping and dreaming, yet most of us have no idea what goes on during that time. I'm Kelly Sullivan Walden, and as a dream expert and best-selling author, I'm here to empower you to mine the gold from your nighttime dreams. Join me on the Kelly Sullivan Walden Show, part of the mindbodyspirit.fm podcast network, available wherever you get your podcasts. Until we meet again. Don't take your dreams lying down.